Hey, what's up? Thanks for listening to the Aaron J. Dodson podcast. And this is a 10-minute overview of the book of Ezekiel. Get your Bible and maybe a pen and piece of paper and join me in this brief overview that will hopefully whet your appetite to study this book in more detail later. Ezekiel was a priest and a prophet, and he was, according to Ezekiel chapter 1, verse 1, 30 years old when God gave him his first vision in calling him to be a prophet. And that would mean that he was 25 years old when he was taken captive in 597 B.C. He was one of 10,000 captives taken by Nebuchadnezzar and the Babylonian army to Babylon from Jerusalem, 2 Kings chapter 24, verse 14. Ezekiel was a married man, according to chapter 24, and a priest. And later his wife died, and he suffered the loss of his wife. And so that was no doubt a very hard and terrible thing for him. But serving as a priest and a prophet, he ministered during the dark days of Judah's history, the 75, well, not 75, 70-year period of Babylonian captivity. He was taken to Babylon before Jerusalem was actually destroyed. So I would encourage you to jot down these dates. 606 B.C. was when the Babylonian army took the first captives. And then 597 uh, is the second group of Jews taken when they were taken. And then 586 B.C. is when another third and final group were taken captive to Babylon and the city was destroyed, including the temple. Those are years that I don't have time in this overview to uh, lay out or to substantiate, but you can go and take those dates and do your own study. Ezekiel was carried captive to Babylon before the final assault on Jerusalem in 586 B.C. And Ezekiel, so he preaches and teaches, and his book could be considered this way, chapters 1 through 24, could be summarized as him telling the Jews that Jerusalem is going to fall because of their sin. Sin is the problem. Sin has always been the problem against a most holy, sovereign God. And in their context, their God, the God of Israel, who had bought them out of slavery in Egypt, who had led them through the wilderness, who had sustained them, who had brought them into the land that he promised their forefathers and gave them the recipe, if you will, gave them what they needed to keep their standing in the promised land. But because of their sin, especially their idolatry and their failing to keep the sabbatical years, the prophets, and Ezekiel is not the only one, but the prophets, including Ezekiel, foretold, they warned, and pleaded with the people that they would be taken captive by Babylon. Ezekiel is a very unique prophet and preacher. He used not only prophecies, but also parables, signs, and symbols to dramatize God's message uh, to his exiled people. Some of those symbolic actions, some of those uh, signs and symbols that he used we think of as being very peculiar. Um, He graphically acted out his message. 
And some examples of this are he's drawing the siege of Jerusalem on the clay brick. Chapter 4, verses 1 through 3. Another time lying alternately on each side of his body. Chapter 4, verses 4 through 8. Also eating sparingly of the mixture of various grains cooked upon cow dung. Chapter 4, verses 9 through 16. Cutting his hair and scattering it to the winds as symbolic of the various fates of the people of Jerusalem. Chapter 5, verses 1 through 17. Breaking out of his house with covered head as a symbol of the captivity of the people and of Zedekiah being captured, blinded, and taken to Babylon. Chapter 12, verses 1 through 16. And also, not only these, what we think of as peculiar symbolic actions, but the visions that he saw. Uh, in the spirit, he was carried to the temple where he, though he was physically located by the river Kibar in Babylon, and he had a home there, he was carried in the spirit to the temple where he saw various forms of idolatry and abomination, chapters 8 and 9. And um, the prophet also saw the people who would execute death on the city. He saw them draw near, chapter 9. He saw the glory of the Lord departing the temple, chapter 10. Um, he saw one of the leaders, Petalia, leader of the idolatry there, drop dead, chapter 11. And these visions make it clear that Jerusalem was doomed, that they were unrepentant, and God uh, had to serve his judgment upon them. He, he preached a number of allegories as well. The prophet presents his theme by these allegories, some of which he gives and explains in detail, the vine the national symbol of the Jewish nation, he said, is worthless wood. Their fate was hopeless, chapter 15, 1 to 8. In another allegory, uh, Israel is a fondling girl taken for a bride only to become a harlot, chapter 16. He preached an allegory of the two sisters, Ahola and Aholabah, Samaria and Jerusalem, how they became harlots, chapter 23. And their prov their um, their provisions... Uh, or excuse me, their perversions, Ezekiel said, and he described in, in detail, would cost them their destruction. Uh, in the allegory of the lions he preached, he presented the tragedy of the reigning house. The lioness had trained her sons to catch prey, but the first, Jehoahaz, was captured by hunters and taken to Egypt. The second, Jehoiachin, was put in a cage and taken to Babylon, chapter 19. Similar points were set forth by the allegory of the eagles in chapter 17. And these stories, these allegories, again, they make clear that the rulers offered no security for the people and that the city and the nation was doomed to destruction and to captivity. He preached a lot on the glory of God. His ministry started with a vision of God and it closed with a vision of God among his people. He describes the appearance of the glory of the Lord in chapters 1 and 3, the departure of God's glory from the temple and from Jerusalem in chapters 9, 10, and 11, and the return of the glory of the Lord after the restoration of the temple, chapter 43. And so it's, a, it's a, just a very, I don't know, I'd say cool book, but it's just it's really, it's very intriguing. And in my mind, it is certainly a book that I unfortunately have overlooked. I have not delved into it as much as I would like. But I'd like to quickly give you uh, the message in an overview out 
you know, way, like an outline. Chapters 1 through 24 um, are the sermons and the preaching of Ezekiel, the warnings of Ezekiel before Jerusalem fell, that Jerusalem must fall. Chapters 25 to 32 record his preaching that the foreign nations around them, because of their sin, would fall and must fall. Chapter 33 bridges that first part of the Bible, excuse me, the first part of the book of Ezekiel, to the, to the very end of the book, chapters 44 to 48, where uh, Ezekiel preached that Jerusalem and its people must be comforted. But during that time, most of the Jews were optimistic and without reason. They refused to believe that Jerusalem would really suffer and that they would really go under. Um, they refused to believe that the rulers of David's throne would be completely overthrown, and they refused to believe that the whole nation could be removed from off the land. But throughout this book, we learn that he preached that the city and the temple would be destroyed, but the good news is, toward the end, he preached that if they repented and when they repented, they would be restored to their land, and they were. And we read about that, in the books of Ezra and Nehemiah. There is nothing in the book of Ezekiel yet to be fulfilled. But one of the things that really stands out that I want to mention before I close this out is that in chapters 1 through 33, Ezekiel is speaking about the world prior to Jerusalem's destruction. In the second half, chapters 34 to 48, he's speaking about the Jews and their world after Jerusalem's destruction in 586. And this key verse, keep this in your mind, they shall know that I am the Lord is used at least 63 times in the book. And perhaps that is the one most important and overriding truth about God and his power, his sovereignty, his love, his preaching through Ezekiel, that what God said would and did come to pass in regard to punishing them for their unrepentant sin, but also for blessing them and lavishly and, and 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 lavishing upon them his grace and mercy and forgiveness when they became penitent and he restored them to their land and the temple was rebuilt. This is a very, very good book. If you want to get to know the character of God more, which all children of God should, get in the book of Ezekiel and study it more closely, and you will know that the Lord is is Jehovah, the Lord, the sovereign ruler of heaven and earth. Thank you for listening to this 10-minute overview of the book of Ezekiel. If it blessed you, if you, if it helped you, if you found it interesting, do me a favor, whatever platform you're on, if you can click like or give me a review, or if you and if you will also, this would help to share this, that would help. I really appreciate all those that are sharing the biblical material that I'm putting out. You're very encouraging to me. God bless you. This Aaron J. Dodson podcast is actually a work of the Washington Avenue Church of Christ in Jonesboro, Arkansas. Our building is located at 2001 West Washington Avenue in Jonesboro, and we have church services on Sundays at 9 a.m., 10 a.m., and 5 p.m., and on Wednesday nights at 7 p.m., you are personally invited to come and attend our services. We would love to meet you and get to know you. God bless, and we'll catch you next time.